0: In today's podcast headlines, we're going to give you the raws, the unedited, the unfiltered. Look behind the scenes. This is before we push
1: record. Hey everybody, it's been quite a while. Madison Elliott here joined by Brenna Ramson. Um, we've both kind of been doing a lot since our, our last podcast was probably back in about June, I think, December, yeah. and that's because... Ronna has taken on this completely new role, she's been transitioning into freelance, and I've been transitioning into early morning, so we're both not sleeping a lot, and it's been crazy, but we are here again, Yeah, a lot has been
0: going on. Not sleeping a lot, I think, is, like, the perfect way to put it, and you can probably tell that we're not in the same place, (laughs) Madison's phoning in this one, um... I am actually in Wisconsin this time, and Madison, you're still in Rapid City.
1: I am. So right now we're recording this podcast over the phone. How cool is
0: that? <laughs> Technology is awesome. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, so talking about transitioning into new things and a- adapting and change and how we use those skills that we once learned in our starter markets or even just um, in that in that first job for Madison, you've made a transition, but you're still in the same market, the same station. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: So I am now working mornings. I'm now morning reporter. Uh, for those of you who might be new to our podcast, I was during working nights and working weekends. So now I'm working morning, which is it's completely different from what I was doing before. Before I was working days, so that day turn, you know, I get in, I get my assignment, and I'm making calls to put together a story for the 530 newscast, and it's very similar for the weekends as well. Um, and I was working night, so I would be getting off work, you know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, not going to bed until probably like 1 a.m., you know, decompressing for my day. And now I'm doing early morning, so now my I like it a lot. I think my body for the first month just rejected My new schedule was like, no, what are you (laughs) doing, waking up at 4 a.m. every day? uh, So that was a struggle, but it's finally adjusted, and now I've gotten into a pretty good routine, and I've been doing that for about two months now. So um, it's been kind of nice, though, to have a bit of a change. I've worked at my station for a year and a half, and now I have a change of pace. It kind of feels like it's all new again. So uh, it's been, been a lot of fun, actually. I really like it. And then, Brenna, you have been doing something completely
0: different. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So, I transitioned from uh, weekend producing and dayside reporting and left the TV business as a whole, the whole thing. Um, And now, I freelance and I mostly full-time travel. Right now, I'm in Wisconsin with family over the holidays, and that alone is a huge shift and a mindset shift uh, because the whole two years I was in news, which doesn't sound like a long time, but, you know, really far away from family, I missed nearly every holiday. And when I did get to come okay. home, it was for, like, 24 to 48 hours, not very long. And um, just that in, in general, having family time and having a little bit of freedom is a huge change. But I do mostly print media now. I write for a newspaper in South Dakota and a publication out of Wyoming, most prominently, that's what I do, and um, do some other stuff like design and, and web design and graphics and I do a little bit of video. So my skill set has changed and evolved immensely, but the people, the networks, and the skills that I learned while I was in my first market have followed me mm-hmm. and been huge in, in this career change. Um, I think one of the biggest ones, like, you kind of hit on, Madison, was ad-libbing on live TV, and journalism as a whole has just evolved so much that we got really big into social media um, as I was leaving that first market. Social media is huge, and we see a lot of journalists talk about it everywhere, and making that decision to, like, push on Facebook Live first or to, you know, make it wait, but then it's, like, old news is dead news, and this whole kind of thing. But uh, one of the publications that I've been writing for um, has had me do live interviews with some winners at some team ropings. And I did a live interview on Facebook Live uh, with this little boy who's, oh gosh, I can't remember. I thought he was 9 or 11. And he's going to Vegas this week for bareback riding at the Junior NFR. And so, Uh yeah, it was so much fun. My interview skills and The live skills definitely have followed me into this career. It's been fun.
1: And it's crazy how, and Brennan and I have talked about this before, you know, today you can be a journalist in so many different ways. It's Mm -hmm. not just traditional TV or just traditional print anymore. I mean, like you are saying with social media and now digital. I mean, it's really changed the game of how you can be a journalist. And, And even though you're not working for a TV station, you're still a journalist because you're still... Telling people stories, and, and people are still consuming those stories, and but it's just in a different way. And I think even more now than ever, it's digital, which is really going to dominate the mediums in which we get our news. So, so you're kind of on the you're you're following the way that the news is going. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's so different. I think, you know, I think about TV and, like, I wonder not what it it's going to be like in, like, 10 or 20 years because digital is so prominent now. So um, it's kind of cool that you're able to, you know, transition to that digital age and, and still do what you love to do but kind of on your own terms and, and focusing more on, like, the stuff that you like instead of just, you know, traditional traditional news.
0: Absolutely. It's been huge to, like like I said earlier, have a little bit of freedom has been amazing. Uh, shooting video on a DSLR has been hard. <laughs> it's been an interesting change from, like, you know, shooting on video cameras, like we did every oh, right. single day, all day long, to, like, shooting with a DSLR. And there's so many different things to, like, think of. And, you know, like, instead of shooting on a tripod or shooting off my shoulder, I'm shooting handheld or trying to set it down and get different angles in a different way or shooting on a gimbal which was like the first time I used a gimbal it was all backwards and I was like, Oh good Lord, I can't do this. <laughs> so that was <laughs> kind that was interesting, but again like evolving those skills that I once used every single day, um, and now don't and I'm like, what am I what am I doing? <laughs> that's has
1: been all different and all new, but that's kind of awesome too, you're learning something. Yeah. You for your your new career path, but it all kind of started with the base of, of your first market of, of gaining those skills, and, and now you're still using them just in a different
0: way, which is awesome. Yeah, there is no, um, I don't know how to like say this, but there's there's no like value. I don't think I could ever put on everything I learned in my first market. And I think for us it was so interesting in our first market that we played a lot of roles and sat in a lot of positions and you know, you just transitioned from, from Weekend Anchor to Morning Anchor or Morning Reporter, and I, when I while I was there was Weekend Producer, but I sat on the assignment desk for a few days, and I re, I produced the weekday shows, and I recorded every day, and it was so many things and so many responsibilities all lumped into one that it was hard not to learn really valuable skills.
1: Right, I mean, it, we were You, you tend to kind of fill every single role but I think it's been so valuable so when you do transition into anything else because in this in this business like you will have to do so many roles. Mm-hmm. You will have to transition into so many roles. I mean I was just reporting anchoring when I started but then I engaged producing and then, you know, filling in on the different shows and doing just a little bit of everything and I'm really grateful for that because now I feel like I can pretty much do anything no matter where I go because I can Role. And I think news is, like, you're constantly transitioning and constantly changing, and it's not the same thing every single day or every single week, which is why I love the business, because it really keeps you on your toes, which I love. But, yeah, um, it does it for sure. A lot of a lot of change frequently. News is change. That's all I
0: got to <laughs> say. News equals constant change. Yeah, it is. Good. <laughs> I think another important skill I learned in my first market that has followed me Um, unknowingly at times even, is networking. The ability to network and the power of networking and save everybody's number in your phone. (laughs) Because you never know when you're going to need that contact again or come up to a different story. Uh, Perfect example, I'm now in print media, and um, luckily I'm writing for a livestock publication that's based in that area of South Dakota where Madison and I spent our first market but I just got an assignment this week about the Civic Center expansion, actually, Madison, uh, that no <laughs> I covered while I was a reporter in, in Rapid City. And we're talking about how it's going to benefit or what changes will be made for the stock show, the Black Hills stock show. And they gave me a contact. And here the contact is somebody I've interviewed and did a, a multiple stories with before, and um, and I traveled out to their ranch and did an awesome story on a cult that they give away. And I'm gonna call him tomorrow and do an interview for a completely different publication while I'm in Wisconsin, working on many other things. Uh, but, you know, writing for a newspaper, freelancing is just one of those many things. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, it, when I saw his name as the contact, when they gave me the assignment, I was like, okay, I have like five people I could talk to. And then they gave me his name as a contact. And I didn't know he had come into this role with the Civic Center. I would have never thought of contacting him. But it's wild how small the world can be and uh, how how much networking can be an instrumental part in your career.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I remember when I first got there, there was a, one of the reporters who had been there longer than I had been there said, always save everybody's number. Even if you think you will never call them again, there might be one time you think, hey, they're the person you need to talk to, and then you have their number. And so ever since then, I've always done that. And there have been so many times where I, I know exactly who to call about this story, and it's worked out. So, yeah, supporting those fields of networking and that follows you into wherever you go. I mean, that's so important in journalism, too, is just who you know and, and getting the right source. So, like, again, you can be a journalist in so many different ways. You're still kind of doing similar stories to what you did for a traditional news station. Yeah. but in a a different way so I mean that's that's really cool that you're still able to report on that stuff and still report on the stuff here in in this market which I'm sure it's kind of fun for you to
0: be able to do it is it's totally fun I think the other thing I have to say about like you know beyond adding everybody's phone number into your phone is having a conversation with them and I think the person that sticks out to me most Madison is our um local fire department PIO who, you know, oh, yeah. is who we go to for everything fire department or emergency-related in Rapid City, but is also an avid ice fisherman. And so if you needed to talk about ice fishing or barometric pe- pressure in the lakes and different things, Jim is also kind of the guy you could to go to if you really needed somebody.
1: He is kind of the guy for everything. I, <laughs> I probably call him at least once a week, and we joke that he should be like correspondent for us because you know, on our, our, our show so many times like so much so right. <laughs> he's great it is he, just without a doubt he's
0: awesome I think it's so important to like have a conversation and get to know somebody because even if you know them for one thing they might have a whole another story that you didn't come to get that could help you out along the way and I think that's our, our number one job as journalists is to tell the story but people have stories to tell that you might not even know exists. So doing a little bit of investigative reporting and figuring out who they are and what they like, that's a big thing, too, I think, in this industry.
1: Oh, definitely. It, it definitely is a big thing. I mean, again, we, we work in the business of people, really, mm-hmm. and communicating with people and getting to know who we're talking with is, is so important. So, yeah, I would say that, that's huge.
0: I think that this is... Um, Although news isn't the job I thought I was going to get out of college, I never imagined that I'd be working in TV news, I think that all those journalistic skills are going to follow me no matter what I do. And I'm doing, you know, now I do a little bit of social media for people and branding and being on the other side of it, when you think of PR, uh, as a reporter, it gives you a whole different view when you do it from the other side. Oh, definitely.
1: Kind of know what's going on how to market it Absolutely. and it kind of changes so again you're so able to do it using everything you learned from this market and apply it to what you're doing now and, um, and still you can still be a journalist even though it's a little different so that's what I kind of like how digital is changing things because you can be a journalist in more than just one way and allows you to transition like you have which I, I think is, is really cool and you've got to do a lot of traveling yeah. You've traveled everywhere in the last, <laughs> few, the last few months, I should say. I mean,
0: it's, it's awesome. Whenever I check your social media, you're always somewhere else. I, mean, I can't keep track of it of <laughs> Awesome. It kind of feels like that for sure. And, again, that networking thing has been huge. Along the way, you meet so many different people and you figure out, like, who they're involved with or what company or what organization they're involved with and how you can help tell their story in, you know, so many different ways. And most recently, all of my travel has been photography-based, traveling with a photographer. Um, but it's all that creative eye of, like, shooting good video and telling a story. Photography is storytelling, too, just in a still form. Uh, so I think, again, like, for any starting journalist who is trying to get a job on TV and either can't or nothing's pulling through, don't limit yourself, you know? There's so many ways to tell a story and... I just told my sister the other day, this is, like, a off-tangent, but my dad doesn't doesn't have, like, Dish or direct TV. He doesn't have, like, satellite TV, so he gets to local stations, but he streams stuff on YouTube. And my sister and I watched the Macy's Day Parade live on YouTube. Like, there's so many right. ways that you can tell a story or share a story. My dad and I were watching YouTube the other day, and he wanted to know how to make lefsa and Kringles, which is a Norwegian treat for anybody who knows Norwegian treats and we watched an interview of a bakery in northern Wisconsin that some blogger did and it was awesome it was just like a regular tv show about like cooking you know like the cooking channel it it's there's like so many things you can do and I think sometimes I catch myself, you know, limiting my thinking or myself, and so that's my biggest advice to other people, is just, like, just do it. There's so many ways and so many, like, avenues to tell a story anymore. Great. Just working at it, because,
1: you know, when it comes to blogs and, like, what you're doing freelance and business, it kind of takes a little bit of time to build, you, know, you might not see their success at first, but eventually it will catch on, and, and it's not hard to happen in this day and age when things can go viral in the matter of a second. So mm-hmm. to be really good at what you do, and you never know where it to take you, and you can still be a journalist without having to do it in a traditional sense.
0: Absolutely, and I think like the whole reason we wanted to not talk about this though is that those skills are so they're, you can't put a price on them. You really can't. Right. right will take you very very far I think yeah absolutely I totally agree I think I think the more we got into this episode I keep thinking about what I would tell a starting journalist or somebody who's about to graduate whether it's in December or May um don't you know don't let it get you down the big stations I just saw today or yesterday next star bought up uh Raycon yep or I can't remember Tribune that's who they bought up. Now they're the biggest company. They have, they own the most things. And it's like mm-hmm. everything is evolving and everything is changing. And I think there are more than 100 ways to be a journalist anymore. When I think about all of the news outlets, I'm, like, afraid to call them news, like BuzzFeed News and mm-hmm. Vice and, and different things, you know, you see on Facebook. Um I think there's just way too much opportunity out there for anybody to hang their head about not getting a job in TV or not getting that job in radio, whatever it may be.
1: Right. Cool. Well, and I love that you mentioned BuzzFeed because I've been watching their series on Netflix, to Follow This, and okay. I was, like, so impressed by the series. Cause it was like, wow, like, you know, here are these people. They're doing what I'm doing, but they're doing it like, on a much different level. And, like, it was just so cool, like, that they're... I was like, maybe I could do that. You know, I was <laughs> like, they're still telling important stories. And it's just in a different way. And you can watch it on Netflix. And we're reaching such a huge audience. So, again, there are just so many ways that you can be a journalist in this day and age. And you can use those skills in, in any one way. And it constantly thinking about like, my future I and mean, you, like, do I want to stay traditional TV? Is yeah. that the way that the future is going? Maybe I should work for more of a digital platform and break into that. Because that's where I feel like you can is going and that's yet to be determined but you know I think when that transition does happen it would be kind of a natural transition because of all the skills that that I've learned here and the people that I've I've, you know got to know as well
0: yeah absolutely and there's um like I said there's just like way way too many ways to do it um I can't remember who does the podcast? His name is Matt. It's called Telling the Story. Shout out to that podcast. But that's what got me started in wanting to do this podcast, talking about journalism. Uh, recently, I don't know how recent anymore. I listened to it recently. Um, he interviewed a journalist who mainly is just like a videographer, and she shoots in that way. And she's a freelancer, and I, I can't remember what award she won. Um, I want to say I want to say it was like an Emmy award, but I'm not sure. Oh wow! Um, for a piece she did, and it was in, and she was freelancing and Ren Clayton, our former coworker, actually sent it to me because he knows that I get kind of down in the dumps sometimes about leaving TV and going on my own, and he's like, "Look at this! Like you don't have to, you don't have to be under somebody's thumb. You don't have to take direction from somebody else." There's no gatekeepers, so just run free and go do it. Yeah, that, that's
1: honestly so that's, that's true, and I think there's so many ways more now than ever to be able
0: to do that. So, like, like you keep saying, it, there's just so many ways to be a absolutely. today. Absolutely. Don't, don't let anyone limit you, and don't ever stop, like, imagining what could be, because with technology, who knows what could be the next thing tomorrow.
1: True. <laughs> it's scary to think about. I mean, you think even about Facebook. You know, we do lots on Facebook, but mm-hmm. even like younger people are stopped. Not using Facebook as much. And mm-hmm. Now it's like Instagram or Twitter, and it's it's crazy. It, I'm I'm always curious of what's going to be the next big thing and what we're going to have to learn to do next.
0: Pretty much. Right. It's so wild. And both Facebook and Instagram both have long form video platforms. It's IGTV and Facebook Watch. Mm-hmm. Both of them have like yeah. long form video where you can have episodes and shows in the whole nine yards, like no. Okay, what? So, what's yeah. to come?
1: I love that you said that too. Like, Queen America on Facebook watch episodes, a full season show just on Facebook. Mm-hmm. like that's cool. you know, you don't have to, you, you don't even have to turn on your T V for that. It's nope. just on Facebook. And I was thinking about that, I was like, What if the news is gonna be that way? You just Agreement only through social media or through the web, right. and there's not even like a traditional broadcast one day. Right.
0: Um, but my dad watches uh Fox News every morning on YouTube. They have a live stream, off like YouTube. Like I just can't. Right. It's popular. I can't get over it sometimes that like yeah you don't have to have a TV provider you don't have to you know. I mean, you just go onto a social platform and you can see, like, real news that's happening or you can watch episodes that somebody has produced and put together or whole seasons of shows. It's it's absolutely crazy the way things are changing and how, like, your skills have had to evolve or change to be able to put yourself in that position. I think that blows my mind sometimes, too, that everyone's evolving. Everyone's changing for this social age and everyone's telling a story because everyone has a story to tell. It's just in a different way.
1: Right. You know, so many ways to tell it. Well, I feel like I've ran along enough to this
0: podcast. I have, too. You can follow us on social media. We'll drop our links below in the show notes. And uh, I'd love for you to listen to us next time. Yes. See
1: you.